0: Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Blues Fan Forum podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Steeb. Joining me this week is Reddit friend uh, Ryan. Met him on, on Reddit. How are you, Ryan?
1: I'm doing great. I uh, Yeah. I met on Reddit. How many people can say that? Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> you the... probably don't want to say that too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: you were just the one of the people that filled out my form on Reddit, and that's how... How I got you on here, how we got connected. So
1: Is that why I've been getting all those cyber calls and spam emails now? Too? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I ship okay. that out to everyone. That's how I make okay. my money.
1: <laughs> cool. Sell my data.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, before we get started, Ryan, this is the Blues Fan Forum podcast. So I need you to go ahead and let the people know that uh, you are a true fan and you don't work for the Blues in any capacity. So what do you do for your day job?
1: Uh, I, I'm a mechanical engineer. Um, I work uh, HVAC basically. So I, I, I mean, that's the general gist of it. Um, we're in construction. We are on the design side of construction. Um, but I, I have no affiliation with the blues outside of that. I've had coaches in the past who had been ex blues players, or, um, I grew up with kids that their dads played for the blues, but outside of that, I have no payment paycheck from said blues. Yeah. <laughs> put it that way. Actually,
0: gotcha. yeah. well, those are some cool connections, though. Uh, can you name drop any?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, way back when, because I'm a 1997, so I grew up and uh, whenever I was maybe 10, 11, I was I played with uh, Matthew Gachuk, uh Luke Cunning, Trent Frederick, Clayton Keller, Logan Brown. Um, there was uh, who was the goalie? Luke Opilka. Uh, I played with him, too, a little bit. He got drafted by the Blues, but uh, he retired. He had a couple hip surgeries, I think.
0: Gotcha. All me. right. That's now, cool. Now, me, I'm not good at
1: ice hockey, uh, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I am relative to so like... it sounds like you were pretty somebody. decent, at least. <laughs> I was okay. I mean, whenever I say good, I mean, compared to those people, I am. Oh, I yeah. I played <laughs> men's league at Centene. Uh, ice Rink, and uh, it's not, not the same as the NHL. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if anybody, I, I peaked when I was 11 years old, basically. Oh, that's what I always say to people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a little early to peak. You should have waited a little later.
1: Yeah, I should have pushed it back a little bit. At least 18. <laughs> maybe I could have got drafted or something. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's that's pretty sweet. Um, I forgot to ask my last two guests about what they did and for the Blues Fan Forum. So maybe. Maybe you guys figured out that my aunt from episode 30 actually works for Vegas and Austin, who I had on last week, actually works for the Blues because I never asked him. So they could. Who knows? Mm -hmm. All right. But also, before we get started, uh, guys, best way to support this podcast is by going on to our link tree and finding the support us tab you guys can give us. $0.99, $4.99, Ninety nine cents, four dollars and ninety nine cents, or nine ninety nine monthly subscriptions. You can also just put in a one time fee if you want to do that. Uh, if you don't want to spend money, just find us on our social medias and give us some shares. Uh, get get the name out there. If you guys are liking what you're listening to, uh, please just just get my name out there, and we'll keep getting random people like Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go over the draft. Uh, the last podcast was pre draft, so now we're post draft. Uh, the main, the the three first round picks were really the big, the big thing. Uh, the Blues take Dalibor Dvorsky with the tenth overall pick, Otto Stenberg with the twenty fifth overall pick, and Theo Lindstein with the 29th overall pick. Uh, Ryan, how are you feeling about those picks?
1: Uh, I mean, I, the the two Swedes, the Stenberg and Lindstein, I think are good pickups. I, I was watching some video on them. And they seem like pretty smart players. But the one that I'm most excited for is Dvorak. Uh, I, just from watching him at the U18s, I don't know if you were ever watching them, uh, but he was very a very clean skater. He would, and the puck was like a magnet, it would like stick to him basically the whole time. Um, he didn't lose the puck easily at all. And I, I, I he made plays. He was basically that whole, uh, what was, uh,
0: Playing so of course, Slovakia. Slovakia, right? Yeah, he's yep. Slovakian.
1: Uh, he was basically that whole Slovakian team. Him and um, the other guy we drafted, Pe- Pekar Chich or whatever his name. Your, your, I'm gonna butcher his name. Youraj, Yurai Peckart. Yeah. <laughs> the there, one we, yeah. he, the guy we got with our second pick in the third round, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I think him, him and uh, Dvorsky they played on a line. Um, and Dvorsky I don't know, he reminded me a lot of like. A datsuk where it was hard to take the puck away from him, and then he would also steal the puck away from the other players pretty effectively. Didn't use his body a lot, but uh, worked very hard, put it that mm-hmm. way. Um, he, he looks like a good guy that he's going to be on the team. I think he'll be here within a year, maybe two. You know. Yeah. That I, would I, be great. <laughs> I think he's probably one of the better picks we've had recently.
0: Well, the athletic I know had him projected to go sixth. So then, for him to kind of fall to ten, that was a. Uh, I mean, if he's got sixth overall pick skills, and we're getting him, I mean, ten's not super far off from that. But but we kind of needed a a superstar after getting rid of kind of all of our old superstars between yeah. O'Reilly and and uh, Tarasenko.
1: Yeah, I mean, sixth to tenth, while it doesn't sound like it's big, in you know the draft class, kind of I always say like between like number one and number two, typically there's a drop off, and two and three there's a drop off. And it becomes smaller and smaller as you go down. Like, you know, the last overall pick in the draft and the second to last one is going to be relatively similar, I would Uh, think, you know, but sixth to tenth, that's, uh, you know, I feel like that's a pretty steep difference between them. Mm -hmm. You'll see, I mean, there's a big difference between those two picks, even though it seems close in the the timeline.
0: You mentioned about uh, Dvorsky and then whatever that guy's name is, Juraj, Jurij, whatever. Yeah. We'll call call him Jay.
1: We'll call him Jay.
0: We'll call him Jay. Jay. Uh, You mentioned how they played together for Slovakia. Uh, Well, it also, Dvorsky, Stenberg, and Lindstein all know each other. Uh, Stenberg and Lindstein, I think, were actually roommates at the juniors uh, for Sweden. So do you think that was a theme? Was that planned and on purpose they wanted all these guys who knew each other and had played together
1: yeah i think so i think uh whenever you bring people in that have especially people that are like from uh countries that are overseas i would imagine i mean i've never moved to a place where i don't speak the language necessarily or my family is now 10 hours time difference or whatever but i would say that it makes it easier for them to come over and play you know maybe if divorce comes over, maybe it's easier to convince Picard J to come <laughs> yeah. Um Or if, if Lindstein comes over, then it's easier to say, hey, you know Stenberg, you guys can room together while you guys are playing up in um, Springfield and the Thunderbirds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so it's easier that way, I, I think. And then you have somebody that you know here. Um, because while we all always like to think of them as just moving pieces and stats. They are people. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe that was the thing that Sten or Steen brought up was that he, he liked having people that he knew wherever he left and we hired him recently. And maybe Berglund had input on that too. Cause I know Berglund liked it in St. Louis. So then he left and had to go back home to Sweden, you know, and little things like that. So maybe it's just trying to get people to stick around longer and want to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying people don't want to be here, but maybe some maybe it's easier to draw people here if they have friends here.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could I could almost see. I mean, lindstrom Lindstein is a different position; he's a defenseman. Um, but if Dvorsky and Stenberg and they all kind of end up being the same players, you might see them kind of packaged together, like Thomas and Cairo are. Like Thomas and Cairo are just getting matching contracts, and if you can get. I mean, these three on matching contracts, hopefully, really good contracts as they as they improve. Then, yeah, keeping all keeping them together is like a new core.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if uh, it's not Stenberg, he's not uh, Lindstein. If Lindstein becomes good enough, Doug's going to give him a six by six and a half. Just yeah, yeah, that's that's the
0: default. (laughs) (laughs) You're a defenseman. Oh yeah, six and a half. <laughs>
1: I'm surprised Tucker didn't get that this time around. <laughs> That's the, this, this is his
0: bridge contract, and then he gets he gets it on the next. Oh, then one. he gets a fix and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, you brought up Steen. Um, I love the fact with these three, all of them. Well, Steinberg and Lindstein are Swedish. Dvorsky is Slovakian, but they're all playing in Sweden. Uh, one, the fact that Steen is over there now and officially working for the Blues, I think, is amazing and is going to help all those three. But I also love the fact that playing in Sweden, you're playing against men. That is a full. That I mean, that's take the NHL and move it to Sweden. Uh, the The skill level isn't as high, but you're still playing against full-on men. Where if they were, you know, in Canada or in the United States, they'd be playing juniors or college. So they're playing against people who are bigger than them, which I think helps their development. I think that gets him here quicker, and whenever they get here, they're, they're prepared. They're ready to go. They don't have to come to the United States and then spend a year in the AHL. Uh, it's, it's possible for, especially Dvorsky being the 10th overall pick, I feel like it's possible for him to come here maybe next year and just immediately jump into the Blues lineup. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I am actually, uh, you said you wanted some hot takes. My hot take is, is that the Junior Hockey League in Canada is uh, a poor place to develop players. And I think that because you're playing against people that are, you know, whenever you're 18, you might be playing against a 16 year old. You might be playing against people that are younger than you. Uh, there's people older, obviously, up to 20, but, um, or is it 21? Because I think you can have overagers. But um, I think whenever you look at people playing in the SHL or the DH, DEL or wherever from, Europe and they're playing mm-hmm. in against men, um, against, you know, against people that have been playing professionally, you know, that's what they do for a living. Right. Um, you, I just think the skill level is going to be higher. People are going to be stronger. There's going to be more compete. And I, I think the same thing with the NCAA too. I mean, even then, there a lot of people that don't make it to the NHL from college are like 24, 23. There's a lot of those players that go play juniors and then they go to, College, mm-hmm. um, and so you're playing against people who are older than you typically. And so I think, I personally think the junior league is starting to be less and less relied upon on for development. I mean, you, you look at Austin Matthews; he went to Switzerland, I think.
0: I have no idea. I think sure. he got
1: drafted from Switzerland. He played whenever he was seventeen. Went over there and played played in Switzerland for a year. Mm-hmm. Played professionally. Um, you know, I, I think you're you're seeing a transition to your higher end talent. I mean, Bedard obviously is coming from um, the juniors, their juniors in Canada, but he's been the best think, player for like five years, though. So right, <laughs> he, he didn't have to move, <laughs> and it's not going to be an overnight change. But mm-hmm. I think the winds are shifting to where people, and also, it, I think people have realized that it's smarter to go the NCAA route, just because then you also get a college degree, mm-hmm. just on the off chance that something does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but typically if you're that good outside of injury, you'll be drafted. Up oh yeah.
0: Yeah. You're you good. They'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh.
1: yeah, I think that's kind of the way of the the future. I think it also teams, I feel like want to draft from there because then they don't have to send their players to, and to they, they don't have to send their players back to juniors whenever they're 19. They can put them in the AHL. Mm-hmm. Like forsby could come over today and then we could throw them in the minors. Rather yeah. than him having to go play back in Sweden.
0: Yeah, where if they're if they're junior, it's you can't go to the AHL. You have to go back to to Canada. Is that? Yeah. Did we do that with neighbors?
1: Uh, yeah, they did or, that with neighbors. That's what I get, thought. You get nine games, and if you play your tenth game, then you are have to be on the NHL roster for the rest of the year. or yeah. some, Or no, you burn a year of their contract. Is what it is. Their yeah. entry level
0: Contract. So then you're pretty much keeping them on the NHL, but you can't send them down to the AHL because they're too young, right? And now you've lost the ability to send them to to Canada.
1: I don't think. I guess you, could you send them to Canada. It's not that they're too young. It's that the NHL has an agreement. I think I think the NHL has an agreement with the Canadian Hockey League mm-hmm. that says anybody 20 and younger has to go back, or because that's what Shane Wright ran into. Because Shane Wright, if you talk to people, I, I don't follow him a lot, but he, you know the guy that was supposed to be number one last year, he ended up going down or he had to go down to juniors, but he was too good for playing at juniors. Yeah. He wasn't people are like, he's not really developing down there, but he can't go to the AHL because he's not old enough to go. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Not old enough to go there. And so I think it stunts their growth a little bit. Yep. too.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I was pretty, pretty excited with the draft. I know I, I mentioned a, a thing. I don't know if I put it on Facebook or instagram or reddit but i just put a thing out that said um, i hope the blues take all three picks Um, i know a lot of people were saying take the bottom two and move up or use them to trade for a defenseman something like that or to get help get rid of one of our defensemen Um, but i was pretty happy with doug using all three picks Uh, he did mention for those the 25th and the 29th he thought about moving down um but Stenberg and Lindstein is exactly who he wanted, and so he's like, if if they were gone, I would have moved back, but they were there, so we we took them. So,
1: yeah, I agree. I think taking the picks is the right move. I mean, yeah, that, that I I have nothing else to add to that. that is, yep. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to take the picks. Yep. All right,
0: let's go into free agency then. Uh, I, we, I, nobody expected, I think, the Blues to be a part of any sort of free agency unless a trade happened, which no trade has happened yet. So Blues made four minor moves. Uh, we brought back McKenzie McEachran on yep. a one-year deal. So expect him to be probably on the fourth line uh, or healthy scratch, but I wouldn't expect I him. got a two, two-year 2 deal. Was it a two-year deal?
1: It yeah, was it's a one-way a two-year, deal. Two-year, one-way deal. Two-year, um, um, one-way. You can okay. minimum to, for two years now.
0: Mixing these numbers up. All right. Oh, So we got him for two more years. And he's, what, twenty nine. Okay. Oh, that was close. <laughs> the okay. only
1: reason why I know this is good is because I'm looking at cap friendly. Yeah. All- <laughs> You're cheating. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm, what we I'm, need. I don't, I'm not just pulling this off the top of my head. That would be
0: impressive. Right? <laughs> all right. The other guys we signed, uh, defenseman Joshua Jacobs, who I have no idea who he is, but two-way contract deputy. Um, Wyatt Kalinuk. Uh, again, two-way contract, depth defenseman. Uh, and then Malcolm Subban, uh another two-way contract, just depth goalie. I would imagine if Bennington or Hofer gets hurt, that's who, who comes up and
1: I would and think plays. so. I mean, I would think he's playing as the third goalie, uh, but he might be playing back up in, uh, in Springfield.
0: Yeah, so that been... what's what's our... It's Vadim goal.
1: Zarenko, or whatever Zarenko. his name is. Yeah, I
0: knew it was yeah, he's, Russian I, of some sort.
1: Yeah, I, w- I watched him last year in the um, preseason. I thought he looked pretty good. I thought he would look pretty solid. But it was preseason last year, but still, mm-hmm. I thought he made quite an impression. I think, I think he had pretty good numbers in the AHL as well. Hmm. Um,
0: he got called up right at the end of the year. And didn't um. play. And didn't play him. Yeah, I'm like, dang, dude, you're going to call a guy up to and not, end of the year. Don't games don't matter. You're not going to give him his first NHL start. <laughs>
1: like, that's got to yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah, he got a payday for one game or whatever it was. So. Yeah.
0: yeah oh, yeah, it. that's a good that's a good bump in pay, too. So, yeah, that was probably nice.
1: Yeah. I'll sit on the bench, do nothing. It's yeah, right. not bad. Yeah. All right. He posted 9-13 last year. So, he's, I that's would say that's, decent, pretty, yeah. that's pretty good.
0: That's good. All right, um, just for fun, I went ahead and wrote down some other kind of blues-worthy free agent signings. Okay. Uh, so Ryan O'Reilly went to Nashville for sure. four years, $4.5 million a year. Um, I've seen a lot of people comparing now Ryan O'Reilly to Kevin Hayes. So if you got Kevin Hayes at, I think, 3.5, three and a half, Yeah,
1: something like right? that,
0: yeah. 3.5 something, or... Ryan O'Reilly at four and a half. Which one do you want?
1: Um, preferably, I'd take Ryan O'Reilly, but I also have a, a soft spot for him. Yeah. I think, <laughs> um, I, you know, Hayes, I'll be honest, recently, like, I know he's put up decent point totals in Philadelphia, but I, because he plays for Philadelphia, which is one of the teams I don't follow as much compared to everybody else, because they were, no offense to Philadelphia fans, they're kind of boring they were last year, you know, yeah, and, they're just uh, bad. <laughs> right, they're bad. But like you know, it, they you know they lost Drew. Voracek's not there anymore. It's a whole different team from what it was back in the mid two thousand or twenty tens when they were good. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of to me they're the Anaheim of the East, which again Anaheim is pretty boring. They did change the logo this year, but anyways, back to the hey. Yeah, state.
0: they're back to like the old school, right? Yeah, they look good now. Yeah, yeah, they,
1: they don't, they they don't look terrible anymore. Yeah. Um, but Hayes is, is, from my understanding, more offensive-minded, I guess, than mm-hmm. O'Reilly. But I think O'Reilly, just as a... If you're looking for a third-line center, I think he would probably be the best option. He'd be really good. Yeah, Yeah. third, second. Somebody to kill penalties. Uh, I mean, if you've been watching the Blues, which if you're listening to the podcast, I would assume you watch the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think everybody here kind of realizes how good he is and I, I think people in Toronto were really upset that he he left too
0: uh-huh and I read I read a thing that said um money and term were not an issue in Toronto he just didn't want to play there anymore apparently which is it's um, like his hometown so yeah um, I also hear it's the worst like market to play in just because the media is nuts yeah um, and
1: maybe that was it maybe. He didn't like all the criticism. Yeah. You know, maybe he, he liked being in a smaller market. Uh, right. I think in Nashville, he might be I'm trying to think who. With them buying out Duchesne,
0: is they he going to be have... the number one center?
1: <laughs> he might be. Like, I don't know. I mean, let's see. <sighs> I apologize. Again, I'm We're going with the Nashville's cat friendly. Let's see what
0: That's they have. what I, I'm pulling up them to.
1: Yeah, I mean, their other centers are going to be Thomas Novak, Stanford,
0: Cody Glass,
1: Cody Glass, Yakov Trenin, who isn't terrible, but I mean, yet yeah, Yuso Parsonen, who I don't think I've ever heard of. Thomas Novak, Michael McCarron. Yeah, I mean, he's does Nyquist play center? Nyquist says he plays left and right wing. Gotcha. Uh, Forsberg's a left winger, so mm-hmm. I'd imagine I would imagine O'Reilly's now their their first their line
0: top line center. Yeah, and I
1: mean I couldn't put it. I wouldn't put Cody Glass above him.
0: Yeah, uh, that's he's Ryan O'Reilly, great dude, love him. Brought a cup to St. Louis, but he's not a first line center anymore.
1: No, he <laughs> is. He, he he should be middle middle six. Yeah, somewhere in there. I mean, he's not fourth line, but he's definitely. He's not the elite Ryan O'Reilly that he once was. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. I think uh,
1: four and a half he's fine. I think that's a good contract for him.
0: Four and a half, I like I like the salary, but the four years is a lot. There. Yeah,
1: I think it, he's gonna I mean he you can tell he's slowing down. By the end of that contract, I think he will, but the cap's gonna should go up. And yeah. so hopefully at that point he could kind of be like a Steen or a Bozak sort of player. Mm-hmm. You know, for that. I mean, I don't hope he is. I I hope him the best, but I I hope that Nashville just yeah. the team kind of sucks moving forward.
0: Could and they might, and then they they take that and they trade it, eat fifty percent of it in the last year or the last two years, and then you're getting yep. Ryan O'Reilly as a fourth line playoff guy for two point two five, which would be yeah, that'd be a good. pretty nice trade deadline move.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. I don't know though. I mean, did. Toronto have a lot of money to move. No, they don't. <laughs> they had no money. Uh, I don't know how not. they were going to fit him in.
0: Right. Well, my next update is from Toronto. Uh, they signed Ryan Reeves for yep. three years for one point three five a, a year. Um, he's he left Minnesota. He's been everywhere. I mean, <laughs> Vegas to New York to Minnesota and now to Toronto. Uh, I guess they need. Somebody to protect Matthews has he been getting his his butt kicked a little bit?
1: No, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think the so. Deal to, <laughs> the deal to me makes no sense. All right, I, I don't. I I thought he was going to be done after this year, and I think he. If you ask him, I think he might have thought he was going to be done after this year.
0: Yeah, and to get three years.
1: To get three years, yeah. I mean, that's. That, I mean, for him, good for him. It's a no-brainer. I'd take that. Too. Oh, 100 percent. I think it's nuts that they're paying him that long for or that long, and it's it's above the million, the million dollar uh, line which is that what you get if you send him to the miners. Mm-hmm. You get that cap relief if you throw him into the miners you get a million dollars. So now if they send him to the miners ever they have, still have $350,000 yeah. sitting up the cap. It make, it, to me it makes no sense. Uh, I have no idea why that was a, and why he's it was 36. Maybe there was a bidding war for him. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> bidding war for Ryan
1: Reese. I'll take it back.
0: I'll pay him that so we can come back.
1: <laughs> that dude's been traded for a first overall – our first-round pick. Been, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You'd think he's, like, you know, this excellent player. Nothing against Ryan Reese. I love the guy, but, like, he's he,
0: – He fills a niche that not very many people fill anymore. Is, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like – it. It's a niche that I don't know if you really need it. If you
0: it need it anymore. Uh well, so Revo left Minnesota. Uh so that that niche was available in Minnesota and Minnesota apparently felt like they needed to, to fill it, so they brought in Pat Maroon, uh, for a seventh round pick from Tampa Bay. So we're gonna yep. see some more some more Maroon this this coming season. Assuming he's yeah. he's plays. I mean it was a seventh yeah. round pick, so they don't really have to play him.
1: But No. No, I mean, and also, I mean, I think Maroon led the league last year in penalty minutes. I think he did. Really? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, he. I, I mean, this one makes more sense to me because he's only on eight hundred thousand, and it gives them some depth.
0: And you know? um, Tampa Bay ate twenty percent of it. Oh, so
1: did they? Okay.
0: yeah, they they retained twenty percent of Maroon's salary last time I read. So yeah. even cheaper.
1: And he's only here for one year, you know. And then yeah. after that, they're they're done. So if it works out, great. They can give him another league minimum. If it doesn't, it's one-year gamble. Mm-hmm. That, to me, makes more sense than paying for Ryan Reeves.
0: Three years for him, yeah.
1: Again, no offense against Reeves, but he's going to be there until he's twenty thirty nine. with the way he plays at $1.35 That's nuts.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> – all right. And then the last one I wrote down here is uh, Nico Mikula – Signed in Florida, three years, two and a half million dollars. He's looking at their salary right now. He's officially their fourth highest paid defenseman.
1: Yeah, Which he is
0: that's that's kind um, of surprising, but
1: I mean, good for Mikulov. I don't think he's worth two point five, but I don't think it's a gross overpayment. Uh huh. I don't. Think, I, I think his his contract is more on par with what I would expect from a, a free agent. I, I think that's probably because he could realistically. I think he's a top six defense or he's a he's just a top six guy. Yeah,
0: he's gonna fill your, your third third line defense.
1: Right. I mean, he can play uh, second pair de- or minutes, but I think at the end of the day, he's probably more of a bottom bottom pairing guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think two point five is awful for him yeah.
0: yeah yeah good for him not not excited about it i wouldn't want him back here but that's also no. because we have i'm going to transition into our uh, teach me how to doug section so i'm going to ask you a question and it's going to be about defense because that's how we're that's how we're making this transition here we currently have one two three four five six seven eight defensemen on one-way contracts between yep. Falk, Krug, Pareko, Letty, Scandella, Portuzzo, uh, and then Tucker and Perunovic. We just re-signed recently, and they both got one way. So eight players for six positions. My question well, for I also you... Oh, you've
1: got to throw in Callie Rosen.
0: Yeah, and Callie Rosen, who is on a two-way contract, so he's got a little bit more ability to go back and forth. But, yeah, Callie Rosen can definitely be in the conversation to, to start in one of our top six. So now we got nine people for six yep. spots. Um because of that, do you, my question to you is: If you're Doug Armstrong, are you still trying to trade Krug, even though he's already axed one deal?
1: I, I think you have to be looking for it. I mean, he's 32 years old at six and a half million for four years, and he already is declining. Been very lackluster <laughs> yeah. in the contract. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I'll put it. I'll say it nicely. He hasn't lived up to his contract at all mm-hmm. um and i think it's just gonna get worse and it's we're in this weird spot now where our defense is super it's aging um, like the only people in that list that aren't 30 are tucker rosen and Brunovich. 30 or above i
0: mean mm-hmm.
1: um and rosen's twenty-nine. And Prunovich is 24 or 25, but made of glass. Uh, Yeah. Can't stay healthy. So, like, I mean, you don't know how long his career might be. It, you know, it it could be, I hope it's a long one, but it could be over sooner rather than we would want it to be, or he doesn't develop into what we want due to injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, really, you have Tyler Tucker right now, who's, him and Prunovich are kind of like the younger generation, but I don't think Tucker's going to be, I think Tucker, Will fill the role that Bortuzzo will fill once he's gone, uh, but I think you have to start trying to move Krug. I mean, because I don't know where else, because you, you have you have a log jam on the back end, mm-hmm. especially you, with lefties. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, lefties, and I mean, pretty much just the. I mean, at this point, if you can get rid of a right-handed defenseman in Pareko, even if it is for a left, or even if it's for you know, pennies or whatever. I, I, I don't know. There's too many people back there making too much money with no trade clauses mm-hmm. after which we didn't give Petrangelo no trade clause. Or yeah, no can't let clause. the players have control. Right. <laughs> that, that quote came back. Fine, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I think you, you have to look for a trade for Torrey. Um, I was kind of hoping they were going to move him, And I know everybody, basically everyone in St. Louis was hoping he was going to go to Philly Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw people complaining that he he should have done it, and being like, "Oh, he sucks for not doing it." And I don't blame Tori Crude for not doing it.
0: Oh yeah, not at guy. all. He he earned, <laughs> he earned the contract. He earned the no trade clause. That's that's his right.
1: Yeah, he didn't put the no trade clause down there. Plus, I wouldn't want him to go play for Tortorella. Right.
0: Or yeah. in on a rebuilding team that's literally selling all of their major assets. So. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, he definitely has a better chance here than in, in Philadelphia. Now that I say that, watch us be bottom of the barrel in the Philly win the cup. Philly, so but, yeah, Go <laughs> <So> crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think um, I think you have to move Krug. Almost
0: have to. Mm-hmm. So, what are you willing? Are you mo- willing to move him for? Hey, take Krug and give us a, a third round pick. Are you really willing to like just take I- something that's? May I, may or may I, not be necessarily of, of value.
1: I think getting a third round pick for Torrey Krug would be a godsend. I think we're <laughs> got, if anything, you would have to send off a pick from somewhere uh-huh. in order to or a prospect. Like he, he would be the, like you're trading him away to a team that doesn't want him either.
0: To just someone who's going to eat his salary, like Arizona's been doing for twenty years.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the graveyard. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Them are you know Chicago, but he probably doesn't want to go play for Chicago either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's probably better than most of their blue line up there. I I could see
0: him and, and Seth Jones being a, a decent pair. Well, hey, go play go go to Chicago. You're in a big market. You're playing top line minutes with another NHL All Star and oh Bedard's on the team too. So. Yeah
1: i just don't know if Chicago's going to i mean I, I wouldn't go for that that's close to 16 15.5 million tied up in two underperforming defensemen for a long yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a great deal for them but, but that's they have where, that we want out. them to suck so that's why <laughs> here that's take this true. guy <laughs> that's true actually yeah we should uh, we should get you should uh, you should get them on the phone and go hey this story crew guy pretty good so, hey
0: i'm telling you dude guys got just lightning skates it's crazy, <laughs> crazy. You've
1: seen the hit that yeah. he
0: threw on Robert Thomas? <laughs> I was just watching that yesterday at my parents. We were watching um, the Road to the Cup from 2019, and they were talking about that, that game came on, whatever, game three, I think, um, when when he did that and skated the length yeah. of the ice and laid yeah. Robert Thomas out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, so Krug still got a chance to to get out of town, I guess. If he's here, we'll use him. If he's not... We won't be too sad to see him go, I don't think. No.
1: Uh, I, I would rather not use him if he was here, mm-hmm. but you're paying him $6.5 million, that right. so you have to.
0: All right, let's go on to segment number two. Uh, whose line is it anyway, where the games are made up and the points don't matter? I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a left wing, center, and right wing, and then you see if you can figure out what team it is. And yep. then once you figure out the team, then we'll go ahead and figure out first line, second line, third line, fourth line. Alright. Um I did make these kind of free agency involved. Like there's new people on new teams. So okay. first one's got a little St. Louis Blues mix to it. The left All winger right. is Clem Coston. Alright. Do you know where he went? Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> okay. And then it would have been Michael Rasmussen and Philip Zadina. What line for Detroit do you think that is?
1: That's got to be the
0: fourth. That is the fourth. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the, the fourth, fourth line yeah. for Detroit. Is not even
1: going to be on it. They just put him through waivers today.
0: Really? He was a, like a top ten pick a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, he
1: went to waivers today.
0: Dang. So he's coming to the Blues then? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, our last, the last guy we picked up, I think, as a free agent, Logan. Oh no, we traded for Logan Brown, didn't we? We yeah, we lost Sanford.
1: To- we somehow lost our Zach Sanford. Yeah. <laughs> I would have rather had Zach Sanford than Logan Brown right. on this team. And that's saying something yeah. because I was not a fan of – I mean, I defended Sanford more than other people did, but he just – compared to Logan Brown, he was At least he was good. performed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Uh, I think I – based on how quickly you answered that, I think I completely underestimated your NHL knowledge, and these next two are going to be really easy. Okay. So the next one is Kevin Fiala, Pierre luc Dubois, and Arthur Kaliev. Kaliev. Uh,
1: that would be the Kings.
0: <laughs> that is the Kings, and I guess and these are projected line. lines because these that's, people are well, free agents and they yeah. haven't played yet. So.
1: Okay, that's either their first or second because Kempe and Kopitar are going to play in a line together. So I don't know. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with second.
0: According to Daily Faceoff, yes, they have them on the second line. Yeah. Yep. All right, and then last but not least is Cole Perfetti, Vladislav Nemestikov, and Gabriel villardi
1: Nemestikov. He, is that Winnipeg?
0: It is Winnipeg, yes. That's
1: third line. I don't
0: know. It is the second line. Second line. Second line. So yeah, so the Gabriel Villardi was a part of the Pierre Luc Dubois trade. They got kind of traded for each gotcha. other. There was other pieces that Winnipeg got, but that was probably the the top piece. So yeah, yeah put them in together. Yeah, I
1: forgot. I was I, I couldn't remember how Villardi got there. Yeah. Because I I know nomestikov went there, and I know uh Perfetti was there. Perfetti, they I drafted, remember. didn't they? I think uh, nomestikov I don't know if he got drafted. I thought he got maybe a trade or waivers or
0: something. No, I, I think, don't know. There was a Domestikov that I think used to play for Detroit, but I don't know if that's the same person or not.
1: Yeah, that, that's – that's I thought it was. Maybe it's not. Okay. I have no idea. But that's <laughs> I who I was thinking <laughs> of. What, Domestikov that used to play for Detroit for okay. a while. And so I have no idea. Maybe it is the same one. Maybe it's a different right. one. I, I don't know. Winnipeg, again, not a team I follow. Yeah. I used to a lot more whenever they were decent. When they were good.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that just reminded me, quick note. So Matt Duchesne got bought out in Nashville. Blake Wheeler got bought out in Winnipeg. Um, they, I think of both have already found new homes. They're playing somewhere else. Did you yep. think there was a chance the blues got them for cheap? Like, Hey, Blake Wheeler, come be our third line center. We'll pay you a million since you're already getting paid
1: a bunch from I, somewhere else. I, I don't think there was a chance. Um, I mean, Blake Wheeler is making eight hundred thousand dollars to play for the New Rangers. York. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I think if there were, I mean, if there was going to be a, I mean, maybe he really wanted to go to New York, but I think he could have. We could have bought. We could have got him if we wanted him. Mm-hmm. I think what they're doing forward wise is they're kind of letting, in my opinion, they're they're letting Cap and Verona and Blay kind of make their mark on the team and see mm-hmm. where they fit this coming year. Give them a full year, uh, see if they can make it worth their while. I don't think Duchesne would have came here. I don't know where we'd put him. I, with especially after we traded for Hayes. Yeah. Hayes kind of fills that role. Mm-hmm. or that Duchesne would fill. Um yeah. You know, I, I don't yeah, I don't think there was a way we were gonna get them. I wouldn't have mind seeing Duchesne on the team. I think he's a good player, especially for three million that he signed up. Cause he signed a one year, $3 million. I don't
0: know. Where did he contract? end up? I'm not sure.
1: Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. He went to Dallas. So Dallas, I mean, I think for that $3 million contract, that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for his recently $8 million a year contract, he was not a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was...
0: <laughs> All right. Um, last thing then is for you to win some money on this podcast. Uh, so far four, five percent of my profits uh which people you guys need to start uh you know supporting me supporting the podcast uh share my stuff i do have two t-shirts or three t-shirts out and available if you if you find the link tree there's some shirts on there uh, i made one that's like jordan Cairo inspired it says snipe selly on it um I think it looks pretty cool. I bought one myself. So I'm the only customer for, for my t-shirt business right now. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was like 20, $22 total with shipping. Um, so I'm making 5% profit on that. So I'm making like 70 cents. So I'm not trying to, I just thought they looked cool and I thought people would buy them. So, all right. So for 5% of my profits, Ryan, Tell me what you think the final record of the Blues will be this coming season. You got a hard one because we don't even know what the team's going to look like yet. I mean, ah. we got a pretty pretty solid idea, but yeah, there I could mean, be barring, some movement
1: barring the fact that Krug, as we've talked about, we want to move, but mm-hmm. he probably doesn't want to move. And I don't think Pareko. They haven't talked about him waving his no trade clause. So I, I think the the team is pretty much, and I think. Armstrong came out and said, you know, this is the same defense that won 40, whatever. I had 100 points yeah. the year before or whatever it was. So we're sticking with them, um, which is a bold stance to take, but I guess. You okay. Have to. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to. Yep. Um, I, I don't even know what a record was last year that I'm thinking about it.
0: Um, I had it written down right here 37, 38, and 7.
1: 37, 38, and 7. Man. All right. I got to think about this. So teams teams (laughs) in our division that got worse would be, in my opinion, Colorado got worse. Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg got trashed. Blackhawks, even with Bedard, still aren't going to be good. Mm -hmm. They'll be better. Um, I think Nashville is – Nashville. kind of like has the opposite problem as us is they have a defense, but they don't have anybody to play forward.
0: Uh-huh. Well, we talked about Ryan O'Reilly being their top line center. Right. So, yeah.
1: so, <laughs> so Nashville is, is kind of in the same spot we are where everything just like, they don't have, they have like half a team mm-hmm. basically. Um, I think Dallas got better.
0: And the Wild, didn't I, I didn't do anything. Did they?
1: No, not really. Well, I think
0: they're eating their cap crunch right now from whenever they got rid of, um, Sooner and Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they are, they're, they're 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 paying a lot of money work.
1: for them. Yeah, but I, I think they'll still be good, um, because I don't think they've really lost anyone. But, um, I think our division overall got weaker a little bit this year. If anything, it got more top heavy with Dallas getting better. I think Arizona got a little better too. I forget they're in our division.
0: Oh, Yeah. Did they pick I'm up anyway?
1: Their younger guys are just
0: getting a year older. Um, yeah. I think I mean, is Logan Logan Cooley playing this year, or did he go back oh, to college gosh. again?
1: I think he'll end up playing. Yeah. Them. I think they'll get him signed. I. I don't. I think. I think the Coyotes are on the upswing at this point. Mm-hmm. But now that I say that, they're gonna again. They're gonna lose. <laughs> get the first pick. Fifty names here will be garbage. Now, I I think they're they're on the upswing. I think they got a good – not a good team going for it, but they have – it's not a half AHL team anymore as it was. They actually have people that can play in the NHL or should be in the NHL. Uh, But I think overall the division went down. So I'm going to say we're going to go 40, 37, and – what is that? Five? Five. Is that April eighty-two?
0: 40, 37, and 5? Yep. That's 82 for 85 points. Yeah, I still think we missed the playoffs. So out of I the playoffs? We're, All right, so we're we're not, if we're not making the playoffs, what pick do you think we're getting in the draft? And it is going to be post-lottery. Post-lottery I'm
1: pick. At, I'm going to say pick 13.
0: 13th pick. That would make sense. Couple, couple rounds back, or a couple points better. team is improving
1: of last year,
0: but our draft position gets worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I think the Blues, I mean, obviously defense hasn't changed, but I think offensively with the additions at the end of the year will be a little better. Mm-hmm. And I think having Hofer around is an upgrade from Price. Should be.
0: Yeah, it's more of a one A, one B. Even though I would say Hofer still yeah. young, so he's a solidified B, not a yeah. not a one A. But
1: yeah, I mean he could take the net. I, you know, people hate on Bennington, and people that that'll be my last thing is that I think Bennington. there's another hot take for Blues fans: Bennington is a average goaltender in the NHL, mm-hmm. as in people say he sucks or people think he's the best thing in the world and he's somewhere in the he's middle. Neither. He's neither. He's not the best. Finger. He's not the worst. He's just No, like if you get if you put a team in front of him, that's good. He can win the game. He may he makes very few mistakes. Like he doesn't let a bunch of weak goals in like Jake Allen would. Uh huh. But he also doesn't stop outside of game seven of that Stanley Cup final, he he doesn't stop a lot of shots that he should shouldn't stop, sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So he,
1: he makes the saves he should
0: does what he so. needs to do. Exactly. Yeah, that would be I would that sounds like an average any player yeah. any position,
1: right. But I think you know, I, yeah. People will say he sucks, and he could. I just yeah. I think if anybody watched him this last year, it wasn't him that was the reason the team sucked. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like his antics weren't great. I'll give you that, and maybe he should have calmed down a little bit. I don't mind watching the antics because they're kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, I think overall he's he's okay. He he's okay. That's uh-huh. that's that's my, that's my grading of Bennington. He's okay. So not worth six million? No. Like if he was making four, like he what was, I was gonna before, suggest four. This contract. Yep. Four. I think that would have been a fine contract. Because mm-hmm. it gives you room to get somebody else as that B back. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get Thomas Grice. Yeah, for a year. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know why. was why we did that. <laughs> I, I would say just
0: because they wanted Hofer to play in the AHL and they didn't have room for anybody else. I mean, you got to think, well, Cairo and Thomas were not on their eight years, or their eight yeah. million yet, which was nice, but you still had Tarasenko, seven and a half, O'Reilly, seven and a half, Achari at a million, Mikola, whatever he was, Barbashev at yeah. two, so... Yeah, there was still a lot of money on that on that, that team cool. at the beginning of last year. I yeah. think this time last year I had uh episode two of the podcast drop, and my youngest brother said that Jordan Bennington was gonna win the Vesna. <laughs> that
1: was a that was a bold claim. So he did say he that was, was a hot take. Bold claim. So <laughs> Yeah,
0: that that didn't work out. He also said we were going to win 52 games. So,
1: <laughs> mm, okay. Well, mm, okay. <laughs> so, well maybe maybe because I I said how bad the team was. They I guess not how bad. They're not Chicago bad. Mm-hmm. But I think we're arguably in a worse spot than Chicago. Because we
0: point. have so many aging players that are here for a long time.
1: Yeah, we have aging players, and on top of that, like, we're not low enough to get Bedard, but we're not good enough to make the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: so not I think a good spot to be. Spot. Yeah, no, no. We're in the spot that Minnesota was in for like 20 years.
0: Or mm-hmm.
1: they, they can make the playoffs, but they were like the last team in, and then they get bounced in the first round, sort of thing. The, the mediocrity is like where you don't. Yeah. Be. be
0: really good or really bad. Don't be in the middle. Yeah, don't be in the middle. I think that's where
1: where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Where do you think Tarasenko is going to end up?
0: Um, Russia. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Um, I don't know who's got money, and I mean, I might guess does New York have money to pay him? No. Would he go no back? Need. So I, I don't
1: think so. What, what about, about the, the Islanders?
0: Islanders? Or. Uh, Carolina, I think, was rumored, but they've picked up some people, so I don't know if they still have money left or not either. Yeah,
1: because he's the only ex-blue that doesn't have a contract right now that we traded out, right?
0: Yeah, Achari got signed somewhere, I yeah. think, that I just didn't write down.
1: And Achari, you know, he's a – I mean, he is a blue, but
0: – Yeah, he was, was a blue, yeah. but he was
1: only there for a half a season, so. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, Carolina's only got $2 million left.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know who's got the uh, money. Wow.
0: That's good that he'd want to go to the Devils. No way.
1: But Devils, you got, he, maybe, maybe he doesn't want to go to a good team. Maybe he just wants just to get paid. get paid. Devils got five
0: million. If he wants to get paid, Chicago. He doesn't care. Uh, go to Philly. Go
1: to Philly. I, Philly's only got five million. Support.
0: They've been retaining so much salary go to Chicago they got money yeah what about Buffalo Buffalo's got 5.8 they do well in
1: Buffalo I think
0: yeah yeah Chicago's got 19 million
1: could go to Detroit do they you still know, have they space
0: got... they signed a bunch of people yeah they still got almost 10
1: and they can they can keep collecting ex-blues players
0: yeah right I just called them the junior blues basically I mean David Perron Robbie Fabry Clem Coston. who else we got on here
1: uh, Jake, Wallman. Jake Wallman, Billy Russo. <laughs> they had Sunquist at one point, but he's gone. Huh. Which is somebody I wish the Blues would resign. So I,
0: I'm was I'm gonna assume that with the McEachran signing, that closes the door on Sunquist.
1: Yeah, which is unfortunate. He's my favorite. Yeah. He, he is my favorite player.
0: Yeah, he was he was fun to watch. The Blues fans, we just love those. Gritty third and fourth line players that can pop a goal in here and there, like that's yeah. yeah. So
1: that, that was that was his job. Yeah, <laughs> was just the energy guy. Mm. I mean, he was you know that line didn't put up a ton of points during the 2019 run, but they
0: they the, were huge. They did the job. So, yeah. You know. All right. Well, anything else?
1: With. Mm-hmm. Buy some merch. Buy, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Buy some t shirts. Yeah, subscribe
1: to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Do it all. Get, you should. Uh, I'll, I'll take one from a podcast, another podcast I listen to. Uh, you should tell people that are left handed about the podcast.
0: Tell people that are left handed? Maybe yeah, that's. They, they just pick a random trait. You that's know, a goal.
1: Yeah.
0: Go find some left handers. If they're right handed, don't tell them. So if they're left-handed, make sure they're aware. But that, yeah, that this of, is yeah, the, the right handed We don't want them, them right handed <laughs> I'm going to have to start right and left-handed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. Give us a let's go blues and we'll go ahead and and end this up here. All
1: right. Got yeah, to warm my voice up here. <laughs> let's go blues. There we go. All right. See you, everybody. Cool.